Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're doing something new. Um, we're really just asking a couple questions and really just doing a check-in on the state of addiction, the state of recovery. Austin and I are going to be discussing um, how the refuge is doing and some of the new challenges and opportunities that we're facing. But one of the things that I wasn't expecting that we ended up talking quite a bit about was the generational impact of addiction, both for bad and for good. So again, we hope this conversation is helpful, and thanks for listening. Hey, Austin. Hi, Wes. It's good to be with um, today. What I want to do is, is and, I, and I think we can do this regularly, but just do a check-in. You and I both work in a nonprofit that serves, you know, our mission is to serve men um, in addiction. And we're faith-based. We, we believe, um, you know, we're Christian and, and we've been doing this for, for quite a long time. You and I have been working together for quite a long time and we've learned a lot the hard way. And I thought it'd be cool to just check in and just talk about kind of the current state of things, not only at the refuge where we work, but what we're noticing in our context and just have a conversation about, about that. Sound good? Yeah, I like that. So a lot's changed in the last few years and not that we need to get in all the details, but you know, anyone listening to this, my assumption is one, they're either, you know, friends of ours or they've gone through the refuge or they're in the refuge or they're a family member of someone in the refuge, but all of us are impacted by addiction in some way, shape or form. And we'll get in in a little bit. We'll get into it kind of later, maybe how we define addiction. But first of all, I just would like to start like big picture. Like, what are we noticing? What are you noticing in, in the guys that are, that are in and coming through the refuge? Um, just what are you noticing even in the communities um, as it relates to addiction at this time? So I think um, there was a handful of questions in there. And the first one that popped uh, that I heard was like, what am I noticing in the men who are coming into the refuge? Um and I'm, I work to be in Lancaster where the first 30 days of our program starts at least, at least once a month, oh, usually more. Um, but what I've noticed recently, uh, of the past couple of times I've been down there is our guys have a lot of it, a lot more experience with other recovery organizations where we aren't typically the first spot guys pick, um, for a handful of reasons, whether it's the length of time, the fact that um, we're faith-based, but um, I think the guys who are coming in have a lot of experience in how other places work recovery-wise. And so they have a, a, I think our guys have a, the men we currently have, have a level of understanding and they've identified they need to take ownership and work on themselves the guys who really are getting, who are getting the most out of it, they there's, they're taking ownership of the, they, they are, they've accepted the reality that they need to work on themselves. It's not something that's going to get fixed um, in 30 days. And it's not scary to the guys who are, it's like, this is something I like, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, I have to work on myself for the rest of my life. And that's not a bad thing. So that's something I've noticed. Um, recently in the past handful of months. Are you noticing that more now than like before? Is it like kind of a new thing where people are more aware of that? And if so, I wonder why. I think more guys are, I think we're seeing more guys being aware of that now. 
because, uh, because there are so many other recover. This is, I have no idea if this is accurate. This is my perception. Um, but it seems like because there's so many places, yeah, because there's so many places that guys have gone through, whether it's a handful of 30 day places or a week or they're, I think guys are tired of the revolving door of like, I'm going to get my crap together real quick. And then realizing that it's not just about using, it's a deep, more deep, a deeper challenge that I want that a guy wants to address. And when someone comes to that conclusion that like, I need to work on myself and I don't, I don't like the trajectory of my life. I want it to be in a better direction. It's going to take some, some hard work and I want to find a place that does it. And maybe I don't want to admit that it's one of those longer places, but this seems to be, um, this seems to be a good idea where they're wanting to prove to themselves and their loved ones that they can accomplish something. And this is something that's hard. This isn't for people who want to get a quick fix. This is something that people are, it's like, I'm committing to improving my life for the long haul. So it's not this, I'm going to work really hard on myself for 13 months and then I'll be fine. It's I'm getting the tools in these 13 months so I can continue to work on myself. Yeah. Addiction's complicated, right? I mean, you mentioned a quick fix, you, you know, when we tend to think about addiction, we think about relapse, we think about <clears throat> withdrawal, and there's definitely that initial sobriety that people are desiring. But yeah, it just, you reminded me in saying that of just, you know, addiction is often like the symptom of deeper, deeper longing, deeper fracture deeper disorder, deeper struggle. And I think for all of us and for folks that we work with, you know, it's, it's recognizing, yes, I need relief from this overwhelming, you know, desire to engage in this behavior that I don't actually want to engage in, but my body is driving me towards it. But then like, once I once I get sober for for a minute, um, I realize there's other issues there as well. Um, and so I know for us, like it's encouraging to hear you say that, but I think for us, like we we don't, you know, we, it's surprising to a lot of people. We don't talk about drugs a lot, and I think it's because as people get sober here, we're pretty quick to to talk about all this stuff, you know that kind of is undergirding those, those behaviors. It's not true for all, but you know, addiction, I think for many, um, it, you know, it started with, it, you know, as a tool to avoid the pain in their life, um, a mechanism to avoid maybe trauma, other trauma that's occurred. I mean, addiction is a trauma in and of itself, but, um, it often starts to avoid um, maybe things in our life that are unpleasant. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation. We'll see you then. Mm-hmm.